Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. This is your host, Ted A. Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and success performance coach, helping people to move past those mental obstacles such as self-limiting beliefs, um, negative programming, bad habits, all the things that can derail us from doing what we want to do in life and in business. And I think it's so interesting, you know, um, it really is a right time kind of thing where we'll, we'll know there's something holding us back and then for some reason or other, something will happen or we'll read something or we'll talk to somebody or we'll, we'll, we'll see something and then we'll go, you know what, time to deal with this, time to get this out of my way. And if you're at that place, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me. We can work together. But for now, let's move into today's podcast, Cheap Wine versus the Good Stuff. What? Why am I talking about wine? What does it mean that my podcasts have reached a point where I'm talking about alcohol? Well, keep listening and you'll find out. So when I was in college, I started drinking. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Started drinking beer and started drinking wine, uh, you know, just starting out. Um, started drinking wine like 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 wine in a box, right? It was terrible. I didn't even enjoy wine, but that's what you did. Or at least that's what I did when I was in college. And of course, beer was always like watered down Bud Light or Miller Light or hey, nothing against people that drink that kind of beer. It just you know, <laughs> I just don't think it's very good beer. But that's what I drank, right? And it tasted terrible. Uh, but after a while, I began to enjoy the taste of wine and beer. And once that happened, I started trying higher quality wine and beer. As I got older and made more money and started hanging out with other people that made more money, they were serving higher quality wine and beer. So I was able to develop a preference for this beer or that kind of wine, uh, which I came to enjoy. So what happened was I, I became able to distinguish good stuff from the cheap stuff. Now, today I'd rather drink water than Coors or Bud. And uh, even though I used to enjoy uh, Two Buck Chuck, which is a $2 bottle or $3 bottle from Trader Joe's, that really doesn't do it for me anymore. I'm not a snob, promise. I'm not a wine snob. It's just that my preferences have evolved, okay? Um, and it's the same with music. I love music. I'm a musician, so I rarely listen to commercial pop radio because it, it doesn't really hold any pleasure for me. I like music that's interesting, more complex music, such as jazz or classical, and there's a lot of comp complex pop and rock out there. I admit I am kind of a music snob. Anyway, that's the way it is with whatever pleasure or air of expertise or craft that you pursue. You begin to develop distinctions that other people lack that don't share the same interest as you. So let's talk about food for a second, right? For me, 
food is food. If it's edible, I will eat it. I like good food. I like fancy food, but I'm not what you would call a foodie. However, some people can really go gaga over food, the herbs and spices that are used, the way it's prepared, how the butter was clarified. You know, there was a, I don't know if it's still on National Public Radio, there was a show called The Splendid Table, which I just couldn't stomach, no pun intended, because to me, it just seems silly to spend all that time talking about food when you could just be eating it. Um... I don't have the distinctions when it comes to food that these other folks have. Some people can talk very intelligently about food and about how it was prepared. I I just don't have those kind of distinctions because, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just not a foodie, but I do have them when it comes to music and other things that I enjoy. And everybody has their own higher level of distinctions when it comes to the things that they enjoy. So what does this have to do with getting better. What does this have to do with hypnotherapy? Well, in my work as a hypnotherapist, what I do is I help people develop distinctions regarding behavior and thinking. So the more distinctions you have regarding your thoughts and behavior, the more masterful you can live your life because mastery comes from having more distinctions. So for instance, let's say I have the belief that I am useless and unworthy and undeserving. Now, if I really believe that, then my behavior and and, and my actions will be based on this belief. I may not even question this belief about myself. So this becomes my reality. I'm useless, I'm unworthy, I'm undeserving, so I don't even try. But if I can question the belief, if I can question why I have it, where it came from, or how it affects me, then I might be able to change it. Now I have the distinction belief. What is belief? Something I take for truth that may not be true that somebody gave me a long time ago. Now I have a higher level of distinction in regards to my own thinking. I can look at my beliefs and I can say, oh, I like that belief. That belief works for me. I think I'm going to hang on to that. But I may look at other beliefs and say, you know what, that belief is definitely not working for me and I need to get rid of it or tweak it or change it. So um, as as I've mentioned in much of my my writing and and, um, podcasts, we can become so hypnotized by our beliefs and patterns of behavior to the point that we don't even notice we have them. We may know something is wrong. We may know that something is not working, but we don't know why. It's like drinking cheap wine and saying, I don't know why this tastes bad. I guess I don't like wine. Or listening to classical music and saying, you know what? It all sounds the same to me. Uh, Because you aren't able to distinguish between good wine and crap or good music, good classical music and stuff that's, you know, maybe not uh, something you should be listening to, right? Because all kinds of classical music And some is more appealing to some people than others. So in the process of a hypnotherapy session, what we do is we first talk about what thoughts and behaviors are causing the problem. So we try to make a distinction between what you want and the habits of behavior or thinking that keep you from it. So we can step back and we can identify which thoughts and behaviors no longer work for you and begin to change them. Now, we have a greater awareness. Now we have higher level distinctions. 
It's just like a trained sommelier, that's a wine expert. He can say, this wine is too acidic and the grapes are of poor vintage, right? You have to have some experience in wine to recognize that. In the same way, we can say to ourselves, oh, there I go again, thinking those thoughts that sabotage my efforts. Or, hmm, I can see that the reason my life is not working is because of all the negative thoughts I think, or the resentments I carry, or the negative programming that I have. And how can I adjust this or tweak it to make it better? So the idea is that you reach a point of mastery where you can never go back to your previous state of ignorance of your own process. You might still think negative thoughts, but now you can say, oops, there I go again. And that's why most challenges require more than one hypnotherapy session. It's a, it's a learning process. Another example of a distinction is when we are able to tell ourselves, oh, when this happens, I do this negative thing. So that's a higher level distinction. Oh, I can make a distinction that I don't have to react this way when I talk to my parents or when my spouse says this or when my boss says this or when this kind of challenge crops up in my life. So in the same way that we, when we have these distinctions, as a painter, you understand what different colors and different textures do. When you have a higher level of distinction as far as um, knowing how to write music or how to play music, then you can create beautiful music, right? Same thing with food. If you have the distinctions of how different herbs and spices and heat and materials and types of food work, now you can use those to create a wonderful meal. And if you bring those same distinctions to your life, if you examine your life and you become a master of your life, then those distinctions can help you to become a master of your own life. So I hope that makes sense to you. The idea of your life being um, the way a master chef would approach food or the way a sommelier would approach good wine or the way a, a composer might approach um, the 88 keys of a piano. Approach your life the same way. Learn about your life. Learn about your thinking. Try to create distinctions between what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what makes you pow feel powerful or leaves you disempowered. And then you can begin to tweak and change those things to have a greater level of health, happiness, and success. So there you go. <sighs> There's your Ted in the Head, Ted in Your Head podcast. Thanks so much for listening today, for lending me your ear. I appreciate so much your time. If you're listening to my podcast, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to get in touch with me, if you need to make some finer distinctions, you can get in touch with me by going to tedmoreno.com and clicking on the contact menu. You can contact me that way. If you want to check out my podcast webpage, that is tedinyourhead.com. And of course, I'm on all the social media outlets. You can reach out to me via social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that stuff. Say hi. I'm always open to your comments and thoughts. If you like my podcast, give me a good review on um, iTunes, okay? Uh, in closing, let me leave you with a quote, and it goes like this. One man may hit the mark, another blunder. But heed not these distinctions. Only from the alliance of the one 
working with and through the other, are great things born. And that is a quote by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. I had to actually look it up to find out how to pronounce his name. And he was an aviator as well as a writer. And if I'm not mistaken, and you can correct me on this, I think he wrote The Little Prince. I should have looked that up first. But anyway, maybe you can let me know about that. Feel free to get in touch with me. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.